Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the WADFAM Chalkpod, where humor, analysis, and discovery are just around the corner. Are you ready? Come on, let's go for another episode of the WADFAM Chalkpod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. You like how I leaned into my mic mid-sentence? Because I don't. Yeah, that could cause some problems. I'm going to adjust my mic now because I'm realizing it is too far away. And we don't want Andrew to have to yell, folks. He does enough of that as is. Yeah, no. I, I, I'd like to think that if we ever got one of those hanging mics that I would be able to speak quieter, but I don't think that that's the case. Okay. Well... I've, uh, support us on Patreon so we can buy Andrew a hanging mic so we can see if he <laughs> <Yep>. speaks better. <laughs> we'll test if it. If he can't, no refunds. No no refunds. No, heck no. That's uh, that's going straight to the bank. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're here this week talking about episode 697, A Penny Earned. Yeah, that we are. This is a very interesting episode of Odyssey. Yeah. This is continuing our coverage of Green Ring episodes that aren't really, but still <laughs> Definitely. Fun very fun and it's uh it is our first one out of the batch that is not solely credited to mr paul mccusker because who would have a co-writing credit on this episode kathy buchanan kathy buchanan my girl <laughs> coming back so all the good stuff you liked a tribute to her um yep. <laughs> i mean some i no, just I... think it's you know 60 40 okay okay uh, i like 70, i like the plan but um, if it was a Phil Lawler episode, we could lean a little bit more on Kathy. But yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> and this this episode originally aired November twelfth, twenty eleven. Mm. Eleven, one two eleven. Fun dates. Additionally, uh, for this episode, oh, it's on the uh, clanging symbols and the meaning of God's word album. This is mm-hmm. number fifty four. I thought it was meaning of God's love, or is it God's word? I believe I said the same thing last episode. It's still the meaning of God's love. I am okay. dumb. Oh, no, but I don't know if it was the last episode, but you think you said it before. Yeah, I think I've screwed that one up on a couple times. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's in really tiny text. And, and they also, really like, want the same thing to be. Who cares? Yeah. yeah, I'll let it slide. Chalk Squad, you going to let it slide? Is God's word anything if not love? I... Amen. Pray, <laughs> preach. That, that'll preach. Take that pretty much and well, what about the book of Judges? <laughs> nah. There's not much love in there. Right? And a lot of very problematic imagery. Nah. Humanity. Nah. Oh no. So This is becoming yeah. an Odyssey podcast about death. <laughs> um so cast wise, we've got uh Jacques Henri. Very nice. Um being voiced by Dan Hagen. We've mm-hmm. talked about Dan Hagen before. Do you remember what else he has done? Uh it's very recent. He first appeared during the Green Ring Conspiracy, playing a character who showed up in a lot of those episodes. And oh. also had a wacky voice. Yeah, um he He voices Holstein's brother, probably, right? He does voice Holstein's brother. Okay. Wilhelm Holstein. Yeah. And Archie Hagler. Okay, okay, okay. That so apparently, sense. if you need a wacky voice, go to Dan Hagen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what the yellow pages say. They do indeed, Andrew. They do indeed. We also have uh, Sage Spinney. 
um, voicing the art gallery customer. The very snotty. Yes. She's been in a handful of episodes of Odyssey since this point, um, though none that we've covered. And she did uh, have a couple on-screen roles in her past. Um, she was in Major League Two as the role of Big Woman. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> and played a receptionist on that '70s show. Okay, okay, okay. And was that a, that was a reoccurring role, presumably, or no? that was one episode? Oh, she has, she has not had much of an on-screen presence at all. That is okay, um, Sage. But You're I couldn't resist great. saying, "Big woman, <laughs> big woman, women, we love you." Um, that that we do. Um, we also have. Kevin McCreary in this episode voicing Douglas Helm. Mm-hmm. See, now, Kevin McCreary is an interesting topic for us to discuss mm-hmm. um, because he's not a voice actor in the traditional sense. Um, rather, he was a fan of Odyssey who hosted some podcasts, including The Ceiling Fan, which was a big, like, audio drama kind of Mm-hmm. sequel parallel thing to odyssey that was big for a while and the still going though without his involvement scoop cast hey so uh we got some connections with our sir uh lee correct yeah uh, Mike- michael lefevre is the is one of the current co- hosts of the scoop cast so you have that connection there um yeah kevin mccreary also uh was an editor on focus on the family daily broadcast Mm -hmm. and has done a lot of stuff in odyssey at large but uh got his start um being a uh yeah he voiced somebody in the green ring part one and then voiced somebody here uh in the penny earned and then after that all of his episodes well i guess yeah he's one one he one yeah, he's one of the people at the... I think we touched on him at least at that point. But he's one of the guys at uh, Archie's place when the police show up. Oh, okay, okay. Believe. I thought he was one of the college students. No, but that's later in the... Yeah. But anyways, uh, that's so that's that's the story with uh, Mr. Kevin McCreary. Wonderful. He seems to be a nice man. And, uh, you know, maybe he's he walked so that we could run here. And get our lunch date with the writers. And get our Crying Brian Dern spinoff show put on the air. Come on now. It's about time. Here's the other thing I wanted to say that I think is really funny. This is from the official guide. Um, They created Jacques Henri because they missed being able to write for Fred Holstein. And I think that is... And they just wanted to be like, hey, what if we just had another guy with an accent who we could, like, make jokes off his accent yeah which yeah but they they then cast the same man to play fred's brother so oh, it's yeah. like they were like okay we the, jacques isn't like isn't quite working for us the thing we we thought we just liked writing for accents we actually like writing for one very specific accent yes let's just create a new character and not recast well to be honest with you uh his accent that or his French accent, um, Dan Hagen, it, it it could could be better. I mean, it definitely oh, it slips into some into some uh, Holstein territory at times. So I, I can't quite tell. Is it French? Is it Italian? It's French. Yeah, it's his it, name is Jacques Henri. 
Yeah, but the accent sounds kind of Italian. It's not a good French accent, but it is supposed to be a French accent. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. He must not... Yeah. I encourage you to watch foreign film. <laughs> Listen to how French people talk. <laughs> so with all that out of the way, we're going to roll the promo for this episode. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey, Penny's on the job hunt. Oh, my resume and some samples of my work. Someone with her talent shouldn't have any trouble getting a job at the college. Soon Connie finds a computer teacher who needs help. Eugene! Will everything go smoothly? No, no, it's a ridiculous idea. How hard can it be? You push some buttons. Keys! Next time on Adventures in Odyssey. I like Chris laughing during the promo. Yeah, that was nice. About the idea that Eugene is a person, I guess. Just the concept of Eugene is funny. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, and he, this is, it feels like Eugene is very, uh, almost overacted in this this episode. Like, he seems to be a bit more of a caricature. Oh, for uh, sure. I, uh, I think I think everyone gets a little caricature at times here. Yeah, yeah. And is that a new Odyssey thing? No. Okay. No, I feel like I feel like there's always points at which Eugene especially becomes caricature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Especially, I think anytime Eugene is a side character, mm-hmm. he becomes more of a caricature. Yeah. Where weirdly, I think when Connie is thrust as the main character is when she becomes more of a caricature. I think she, mm-hmm. I think Connie is way more normal when she's off on the side, and Eugene's way more heightened because they're just like ah jokes. Yeah. And then when they put Connie in the middle, it's like, what if she was just a problem? Mm-hmm. What, what if she? Uh, what if she just because you know women. made all the wrong decisions because women <laughs> got them. So the uh, the episode starts off with Connie walking into Wit's End, very tired. Uh, she then fills in Wit. That she was up all night playing games with uh, Penny and Wooten. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, you know. That's uh, what they... Christian singles do. <laughs> and well, and she she's like, well, they, they needed, they, they, they keep claiming they need a third player. Which, one, you do. Yeah. Two-player games are few and far between. Though, if you'd like any Chalk Squad, hit me up. I am a big game guy, and yeah. I know some good ones for two peoples. Really? Actually, yeah. I'm going to hit you up for that because I, I don't know any for two people other my, than chess. My, my number one, one two-player game recommendation is Queen Domino. Okay. I think it is a great game that plays well four-player. Um, like it, It's great for four-player, but also is different but still great with two-player. Okay. Beautiful. Wonderful. I'm learning so much. Big, uh, big, big fan of that. Yeah, yeah. My my knowledge of board games is pretty much uh, bound to large group games and big strategy games. So the the age old problem of we have three people, what game do we play? Uh, well, it's age old. Yeah. The thing I was kind of disappointed about here was that all the games that she rattles off are one like a weird thing where it's like ah oh, we got to reference like fake games, mm-hmm. but also like we're going to make them like the basic games that you like play as like a tiny kid for the most part. Yeah. Where it's like, we're doing Scrabble and Monopoly and Trivial Pursuit and Candyland. And then later like shoots and ladders. Yep. Oh, don't you mean salamanders and step ladders? (laughs) I I guess I do. (laughs) 
you know what? Out of all of them, that was the one I liked. I mean, I love salamanders. They're such an interesting animal. <laughs> I'm more of a skink man myself. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, so Connie is just exhausted. She says she got like two hours of sleep. Uh, there's this really great performance from Katie Lee where she's yawning through like half her words there and it rocks. Oh yeah. When she comes in asking for coffee and she's like, I understood it. I speak yawn very fluently. I, I, yes. Yeah. It's incredible. I Uh, like it a lot. It's just fun. Um, and did, did it make you yawn? Like the whole thing where you hear somebody else yawn and not really, I didn't for me either. I don't know if that's a myth entirely or if it just doesn't work because you were listening to it. Stop that. I'm going to yawn. <laughs> <laughs> trying to prove this myth. Yeah, I know. I, know I, got... <laughs> I just made the yawn mouth at Andrew and he nearly lost it. Yeah, no. It's, well, it's, I am a short step away from yawning at any given time. And my body literally does not know how to stop yawning. So it's very, it's like a hiccups nightmare where you oh, just no. start yawning okay. and you can't stop. Let's not get Andrew yawning, folks. My eyes will water. And uh, yeah, it, it, it becomes actually a problem. Yeah. That's... I've had issues driving in the past. Oh, no. Buddy. stop yawning. Buddy. Well, when your brain doesn't turn off bodily functions when they're done. <laughs> So the the question the question I had here was so the whole situation is like Penny's living with Connie. Mm-hmm. Was there a Connie moves out episode story arc whatever? I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm really curious at what point she was no longer living at her mom's house. Yeah, and I think it's got to be like New Odyssey era where they start as- talking about her having her own place. Right, that seems seems likely. Like, I mean, post-album 50. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. I can't I can't think of any, but I thought that as well. I was like, man, Whit must pay, you. well, Eugene has work at the college. He gets paid for that. But yeah, Connie, I, if she's able to I don't to even know that Eugene works at Wit's End anymore. True. Like, it seems like he maybe comes and helps out Wit. Yeah. But I don't think he, like, is an employee, really. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that he'll ever not be an employee, because that's how small businesses are. But, you know, <laughs> they just the owners ask you for a favor in the dead of night, and you're like, ah, yeah, I used to work there. You're kind of like a mom to me. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, then... Uh, or if you're in Dylan's case, it's actually your dad. <laughs> oh, I mean, my father does own a small business. I'm not in any way involved with it, but it exists. Have you... Have you ever been involved? I worked there over the summer a few times and long enough to know that I did not like it. That's fair. Manual labor. Not not great for me. Yeah. The uh, not great for me for other reasons. Hmm. Andrew's got pots. I'm just lazy. Yeah. Well, it's not your not your skill set, you know. Yeah. I, I do got pots. And I'm just bad with tools. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> well, it's because you are one. Ah, I'm dead. <laughs> Dylan killed me. <laughs> so, so yeah, then, then Connie, so the, the whole crux of this episode is Penny is, needs to, like, is going to have to leave town if she cannot find a job because yep. she can't afford to split rep with Connie that Connie was already covering on her own. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like a friend cat crashing on a couch situation. Right. But and Penny like, is also very quickly the, the melodramatic, I'm gonna, I can't be here because it's hard, so I'm just gonna go home where it's miserable. Fair enough. <laughs> and, like, yeah, she's also, like, painting Connie's house. Yeah, Connie's yeah. apartment. That's which, established like, here, where yep. she, she, after the board games, uh, she paints a wall white and is, like, doing canvas work across different parts of the wall Mm -hmm. we got a jungle and uh ancient rome cityscape it seems which then inspired wooten to go home and paint Paint. his uh bathroom (laughs) ceiling yeah there's a great joke where connie's just like oh my word wooten had to like wooten left at midnight he had to be up by four yeah like i wonder how he's dealing with this and he just walks in all jovial yeah (laughs) yeah and connie's like i hate him (laughs) Which yeah. maybe the only time that that is that word is used on Odyssey. I don't know. Yeah. That, yeah, I don't know. That it, joke caught me off it's, guard. It's real. It's a good joke. It's a good joke. But yeah, it was. It's really funny. And uh, Wooten walks in and he talks about. It. He's like, "Oh yeah, I got an hour nap last night after I painted the ceiling." And Connie's like, "How are you not tired?" And I'm like, "Well, you wouldn't be tired either if you took a bath looking at dolphins on your ceiling." <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. And uh, basically, this all, you know, this whole scene is to establish, one, Penny can't find a job, and two, Wooten is playing lots of games with Penny and spending lots of time with Penny. Yeah. And he's going to come over tonight and bring salamanders and stepladders. Yeah. It's cute. I like them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, love Wooten. Yeah. Can't complain. No complaints No here. complaints. Um... This then, podcast uh, is going to get really boring if we just like everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll have to cover another Mori episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the the other the other thing set up here is, so Connie then approaches, is like trying, she's been trying to come up with a job for Penny mm-hmm. and is like, nobody will take him at the college. Eugene works at the college. Eugene, you In do walks this. Eugene. Yep. Yep. And he is not into it. No. Um, but then Penny walks in and Connie's like, hey, Penny, Eugene's got something to tell you about. And Wit's like, I'm staying out of this. And so yeah. Eugene's like, come work for me at the college, please, on a trial basis so I can fire you without feeling bad at any time if you're terrible at your job. Turns out she is. Yep. Uh, I don't was- think she's necessarily <laughs> terrible at the job as much as she's just terrible at being a human being in the real world yeah quite yeah quite naive <laughs> it does seem uh yep. well oh they were talking about settling this right before uh penny walks in and wooten brings up a licorice duel at 20 paces and then somebody second guesses it and he's like fine mac and cheese which very interesting concept is it a scoop situation because I've seen, like, Winnie the Pooh cartoons where they throw ice cream at each other with ice cream scoops. And you could hypothetically apply that same logic to mac and cheese. Oh. Or is it, like, a one long noodle thing? I don't know. <laughs> tell, right in and tell us. <laughs> We've got a duel with mac and cheese. How do you win? How do you lose? Whoever's the mac and cheesiest. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Andrew, it's to the pain. <laughs> to the pain. <laughs> Uh, subscribe to our patreon to see me pour mac and cheese all over dylan see that that's funny because uh this show meaning adventures and honesty loves to make princess bride references yes. so i made one yes Did are jokes funnier when i explain them i think so 
I think the audience must as well, right? Yeah. They said Write yes. in and tell us. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, we go to the college mm-hmm. where Eugene uh, is kind of training Penny, and he is holding her hand to the nth degree, and mm-hmm. it's really annoying. Yeah. And I can't stand it. And then he walks out of the room, and she's that bad, if not worse. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. All right, Eugene. So, she's going to be entering grades, mm-hmm. and then... Um, our Kevin McCreary character, Douglas Helm, bursts into the room ready to quit. And Penny's like, I'm going to encourage him because we've established that encouragement's Penny's skill. Yes. She's like, I'm going to talk him in to staying. And she does by allowing him to change the grades for every kid in the class unsupervised. Because he is intimidated by computers and that is her way of solving the problem. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And we find out later that he's a hacker and that was all a ploy um, and I like that she calls him out on being like, you're scared of computers? You have a pocket protector. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a person with your hairstyle and thick spectacles, I, I would yeah. think that you'd be good at this. Now, Andrew, uh, let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen an unironic pocket protector? <sighs> I mean, in the wild, very rarely. I Just a serious protecting of pockets no no zero yeah same same now i like can believe that maybe it exists in like a lab or that sort of thing yeah. oh yeah i'm sure that there's some like, maybe doctors have yeah. them but like that not, is just such a doctors. funny doctors it's such fair enough it's just <laughs> such a funny stereotype Mm-hmm. where it's like that feels like a stereotype from 30 years ago like the 80s 70s right, probably that <laughs> only exists like people only know what a pocket protector is because of this joke yeah yeah exactly which and the purpose is it's just like your place to put pens right right it's so that if a pen breaks or whatever it doesn't Doesn't like ruin your shirt ruin your shirt it's just like a plastic pouch you put in your pocket oh everything's digital now so there there you go the joke is so old it's literally not cool anymore yeah it's just (sighs) unrelevant um but here yeah. it is, in Odyssey, in 2011. Yep. Which is 10 years ago. Yep. That's that's insane. Time. Yep. Dates. Yeah, Andrew's favorite thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, so where, where, where do we go from here, Andrew? So, yeah. So then we get Penny and Connie at wit's end talking about everything that went down with Douglas. Connie's like, oh my gosh, Penny, you did such a great job. Like, yep. of course, you know, I did tell you know, Eugene that you were good at encouraging. Pat's on back. Yep. In walks Eugene wait, having it. You know, and Penny goes, yeah, just think. Someday he could, you know, use those, those computer <laughs> skills to find a cure for cancer or hangnails. Hang yeah. <laughs> which I would like to call out as a McCuskerism. We haven't talked about McCuskerisms in a long time, mm-hmm. but McCuskerism, once again for the audience, is the concept of like a re like a certain writer reusing a phrase throughout their stuff. Mm-hmm. See um, an incredible video that I will link in the description of um, if you've watched anything that Aaron Sorkin has written. There's this great compilation on YouTube uh, created by this guy Kevin Porter of Sorkinisms mm-hmm. that is just the same lines of dialogue being reused throughout things. Mm-hmm. And like we've joked about McCusker having some of these and this is another one. Curing hangnails is a joke at other points in Odyssey. 
And I know this because it said, become a joke in my own life. <laughs> That's how you can tell. But no, That's I... the work cited page. It, it is in at least, like, I believe there's, like, a Trent and Marvin episode mm-hmm. where yeah. it is mentioned. Yeah. As, yeah, like, a find, finding the cure for hangnails. Yeah. Which is, like, a funny joke. Mm-hmm. But funnier to me because it has existed at least twice. Yeah. Several times. And we do love a good callback here on this podcast. Yep. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> so and then, yeah, and then Eugene enters being like, Douglas gave everyone A's and locked me out of my computer, and, uh, you know, I'm gonna have to spend the rest of this evening, you know, cleaning up the mess you made. And um, I asked him to quit the class. Yeah, and I asked him to quit. Yeah, because he was a hacker, because he... And, yeah they set up like he's they're like yeah he's like a hacker in the making he's you know a future delinquent or something something like that and i was just like i really want this to be foreshadowing and then douglas comes back Back. yeah i'm here for it i am maybe we get a douglas Douglas and maury team up Ooh, but douglas is a good guy no Mm. they both suck yeah well yeah but do we have to pretend that douglas is a good guy is this going to be like a Maxwell situation? Oh, I, 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 that's for the writers to come up with. I just that's give fair. out the ideas. I don't. That's fair. You know, that's an excellent idea. No, we don't expect try to and... check in the mail, Mister McCusker. <laughs> yeah. Um, Where else do you get your ideas from, huh? Your own imagination. So that yeah, then uh, yeah, Eugene's. This is very ins- dramatic. This is what I was talking about. This scene, I feel like Eugene is a little bit hammed up like he's kind of overacted he's like he's gonna be a future hacker and like you know when you (laughs) when you see pictures of will ryan and his giant floppy hats and his really funky shirts like you can totally imagine him doing that like you know really getting into it in the studio uh but it is a little a little disconnect where it's like okay i get it i mean you know it doesn't make a lot of sense for eugene but it's okay. I mean, I yeah. think it takes away from it a little bit. It just feels yeah. less genuine. Yeah, it, right. This feels like, oh, he has every right to be mad, but then he's, like, a little too over the top, and you're yeah. like, eh, eh, Okay, eh, I mean, okay. I get it. Joke. Insert yeah. joke here. Um, this is, yeah, it is just an interesting episode as well, because it, we, we've talked a lot about, like, episodes with and without kids. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is a kids-less episode. Mm-hmm. Which, unfortunately, in this era of the show, means, like, and means that, and it doesn't even, it wouldn't have to be, like, I feel like there's a way to frame this episode that is, like, a Penny Learns a Lesson episode. But instead, it is a Connie Learns a Lesson episode. And that continues to bug me. And I, like, just that, and once again... New Odyssey, quote-unquote, is a 10-year span mm-hmm. over that now. And mm-hmm. I don't want to just, like, lump everything into it. It is nearly half the show. Mm-hmm. Just if we're going, like, pure episode volume. Like, there are plenty of episodes. I do not mean to suggest that, you know, they are all the same. Mm-hmm. However, like, I just want... Yeah, I want Connie to be an adult. Mm-hmm. And the bummer of like okay well we're gonna make connie the one learning the lesson is when every other character around her feels fully formed or doesn't Mm -hmm. really have those things Mm -hmm. like has there ever been an episode where wooten has learned a lesson no no 
Yeah. Like, there's plenty of episodes where he's driving the plot, mm. but it's never like a Wooten, like, figures something out. It's usually yeah. like Wooten is wacky and teaches someone something along the way. Yeah, exactly. And Connie is such an excellent character that has these deep personal relationships with kids that, I, honestly, I don't think that Wit has at this point, you know, in the show um, with how much he's involved. Like, you know, they, they definitely shoehorn it, but, uh, you know, because it's their brand, but... I think that, you know, especially at this point in the show and at this point in Connie's life, like, the kids are going to relate to her much better because she's been there for so long. Um, yeah, it's 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 frustrating and a mild disservice, I think, to, to her character. But we're just going to chalk that up to Paul McCusker instead of Kathy Buchanan. Yeah, sure. And, <laughs> and, 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 and it also, and like, I like the episode. is not a big deal. Yeah, exactly. I, it's just a note. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, then we have, uh... Connie and Wit are trying to find Penny a yeah, job. Yeah, Penny, Penny gets really distraught, and it's just like, I was gonna have to go back to PA. Yeah. Or, like, back to Pennsylvania. She and says, what, what, how does she say it? Like, Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. Like, they Transylvania? Pennsylvania, with an extra syllable, which yeah. is fine. They get it right once yes. towards the end. Yeah, and Connie's like, you're from Pennsylvania, which was already established in the show. Mm -hmm. And Penny says an incredible line of, yeah, what do you think I was named for? Yeah. <laughs> and so from now on, I'm just calling her Pennsylvania Wise. Oh. It's like Indiana Ooh. Jones, but... Pennsylvania Wise. I'm, in, I'm into it, especially... Or Encyclopedia Brown, but it's <laughs> Pennsylvania Wise. Or f no. <laughs> Very nice, yeah. So, yeah, that is just... Uh, a fun thing to know and so yeah wit's going through like what the options are mm -hmm. and he's like oh there's one place we didn't think about it and i don't know how i forgot this uh so yeah they, they decide to walk down the street um to jacquonnerie mm -hmm. that was nice it's getting better i think it's i'm just trying it? to say it like rock on tours <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean yeah that definitely could work for all the people that get that joke <laughs> Brendan, are you Brendan? still listening? I think so. Hi, um, buddy. I hope you're doing well. Uh, Keep your head up. Enjoy work today. Presuming you're listening to this on the way there. There you go. Or if you just got off. Nah, he's a morning podcast guy. No, ah. way. no way. Okay. See, you know, you know your brother better than I do. I I should hope. So so yeah, they they walk on they walk into this art gallery that's down the street from Wit's End. Um, where Connie's like, ah, the, 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 I never go in there. The prices are bigger than the numbers in my phone or the number of my phone digits or whatever. Number of digits in my phone number. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's joke, a joke about, <laughs> joke about art being expensive, which is fair. I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> it is just paint or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you guys would like a painting from Andrew Sabo, uh, tweeted him. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I can't guarantee it will be good, but it could be something. It could be anything that you want it to be. I'm, I'm opening it up to that. How about that? It won't be good, but it uh, could be Instagram anything. Probably Instagram DMs are a better path. Uh, yeah, definitely but. not Twitter DMs. Stay away from those. But if you tweet at me, I probably will see it. So Or email, perhaps. I don't know. I feel like I'm fairly accessible. Hey, look at that. Um, so, yeah, he uh, they walk in. He makes fun of Penny's name. Mm -hmm. He's like this big caricature of a person. And is like, I'm going to leave and watch you on the cameras interact with the customers. No, he suggests, yeah. Well, he suggests renaming her to Claudia D'Angelo. <laughs> Which, okay, fine. 
One, he's walking around with fake names in his back pocket, which is I do good, I do love that. Good for him. That that is he didn't have to do that and he did. I would absolutely we, we, love if it's canon that this is an art store where they rename all of their employees and they have like obnoxiously long name tags. Or what if they just rename everyone who walks into the store? Oh, ooh, like you're <laughs> you're not a Midwestern mom, you're a French art collector. <laughs> Yep. Interesting. Okay. Now RPG art uh, role playing art buying. R P A P or R P A B. That sounds like a social justice movement. Uh so so yeah, then um yeah, the there's a person who walks into the store and is just mm-hmm. like caricature of a modern art buyer set up sent here just to make Penny lose her mind. Yep. Where Penny's showing her all this cool art and being super knowledgeable, and the person's just like, Can I buy the bathroom sign? Ha 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 ha. And Penny goes off on her and then Jacques Henri yeah. walks out um and uh yeah, sells her the bathroom sign and Penny and Wit leave in shame. Yeah. Um, well, it's a funny, I mean, it's a funny bit where where she's like, this is completely outrageous. And uh, he, you know, she Penny goes to tell uh, Jacques uh, about what she wants to purchase. And he's like, we can negotiate a price for the bathroom sign. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as, as a modern art lover, I suppose there's probably some demand. And I've seen some fun bathroom signs. So oh, yeah. who knows? If it's just the standard one, then, I mean, I feel like that's just a bad joke, but, you know. I think bathroom-specific related art is probably a thing that the 21st century will continue to utilize. Hey, I mean, there's two instances of it in this episode alone. Bathroom art? Wooten painting Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, Wooten painting dolphins on the ceiling. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. So, so obviously yeah. it doesn't work. Right. So Penny go back goes end. back to its end, is dejected. It's like, I'm never going to get a job. Connie mm-hmm. is like really throwing a bunch of stuff out. And Penny's like, look, I'm just going to go home and pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Connie's just talking through it with Wit. And it's just like, this is like, I need like, basically Connie's like, I need a friend. I have no friends. Can this person please stay here and be my friend? And Wit's like, yeah. no. Like, God figure that out, Connie. <laughs> yeah, love it. I mean, Wit. <sighs> this is frustrating for me because Wit clearly has a lot of means. He has a oh, lot yeah, yeah. of means. He will not hire Penny at Wit's end because he's like, well, what would she do? Yeah. And then, like, I, I understand the underlying sentiment of this episode of, like, we can't force God. Like, we can't force a plan. We have mm-hmm. to trust that God will work things out. Mm-hmm. And, like, fighting like upstream for something to just try and make anything work is like how a lot of really bad relationships go. Yeah. And a lot of how a lot of bad decisions are made that way. Yeah. And so like, I do really appreciate the sentiment. I just wish wit wasn't so high and mighty through it all. Yeah, exactly. It's just tough where he's like, he doesn't really care about penny we haven't seen him or connie he's like right we haven't seen him interact with penny at all but then it's like right but connie is clearly going through a thing and he's just like but "Eh, that's not whatever deal with it i've never seen you have a friend before this is fine yeah exactly and so yeah it's just it's tough yeah yeah and it i mean yeah So, so oh uh there's there is my my note for this uh, this interaction, Connie says that she 
she feels like she failed Penny, mm. which is like a very, uh, I mean, it, it implies, um, some inherent belief of responsibility or in, uh, of, you know, the outcome of the situation. And, and I think that that's very often the case, especially now that her faith is involved and everything, um, mm. in their relationship where, where you kind of feel like if you are the shining light for somebody who's going through a really hard time, like if you aren't able to save them, then you failed them because that was your job was to do that. And, you know, it's, it's a really difficult, those are really difficult feelings to have that I, that I, I felt a lot growing up, um, and growing through them. I, I really wish that Wit would have talked about that more because he kind of says that. And then that's when Wit kind of goes off on his whole, well, it's not, might not be God's plan, um, tangent, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because yeah. it stuck out to me as like a counseling thing where I'm like, ah, for sure. Yeah. And Right, so so she kind of leaves the scene dejected, and then back at her apartment, Penny's mm-hmm. packing up, and Wooten shows up, mm-hmm. and Wooten's like ready to play charades, mm-hmm. and Connie's like, "Look, man, it's not a good time," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, it's all uh, you don't know. You haven't played charades yet." And she's like, "Look, look, Penny's packing. She's gonna leave," mm-hmm. and Wooten's just like, "She can't leave me." Connie's like, "You mean us, Wooten?" Yes. <laughs> and well, it's and just... he's Jess Harnell is completely deflated. Oh, it's it's his, yeah. He is. It's a great performance. I love his... Yeah, I love that. His, his whole, like, still awkwardness about mm-hmm. this whole situation plays out very nicely, I think, mm-hmm. in this scene. Um, where, yeah, it's still that thing of, like... it's It kind of continues that thing that Connie set up earlier of, like, you know... Um, where Wooten was like, is it that obvious? She's like, I'm not going to tell anyone. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like continued here. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, they're just like, they're, they're, it's cute. They're cute. I, I like, I like this scene. I like the, it's, I, it's very sad though. <laughs> oh, it is. I love, 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 love Kimmy Robertson's performance. Mm-hmm. Every time she sees Wooten. Mm-hmm. I just like what she does with her voice when she mm-hmm. says his name. Wooten. And it's so full of affection. It's like a Wooten. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's very, uh, it borders on old lady-esque, honestly. Maybe a little bit. But but only in the quantity of emotion and affection conveyed in a single name. You know, I mean. Yeah. I mean, I aspire to that level of affection in a name. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I can do that. But I think you need, like, a fun name to be able to mm. really get that across. And, you know, Andrew just doesn't go as well slowed down. Andrew! Andrew! <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> but, yeah. And so that's, yeah, that then, then yeah, yeah. Penny, it's, we're back at wit's end, and Penny's mm-hmm. left without saying goodbye, yeah. and Wooten walks in and is dejected and talks about how a funeral home tried to cheer him up, <laughs> yeah. and Connie's like, that's just sad, man. Yeah. <laughs> but they need an embalming assistant, and Connie's like, that's art. <laughs> and and Wit's like, guys, come on. Yeah, let it go. And, and yeah, yeah the, uh, then, then Jacques Henri runs in and mm-hmm. is like, is like I want to display Penny's art. 
you gotta get her on you gotta get her back yeah essentially and uh connie calls her phone which rings in her purse good joke classic and then wooten's like she's leaving on 93 or whatever which means she has to go past hole-in-one donuts and golf which is the best joke yeah. i love hole-in-one donuts, donuts and, and golf. golf that is incredible <laughs> that, that yeah does that exist that's gotta exist in real life we gotta right? make it gotta make it happen that's a that, that, great business dude that would idea. be good merch can we get a hole-in-one hole in donuts and mini golf yeah 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 yeah. i might i might have to take a crack at that or or yeah. uh talk to our trusty uh our trusty art smith um warrior of the paint <laughs> but warrior of the paint's good yeah. um but yeah it's just uh, i love it and so it's got fun. like a big art deco art- sign yeah and she's like I always stop at it. There's no way Penny couldn't. And so they go there. And because she's it says there. they have the best donuts. Yep. <laughs> of course she's going to stop there. Yep. Connie's like, do you even like donuts? She's like, no, no. but like, do you see the sign? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that like, isn't that the answer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just cute. And so they're bringing Penny mm-hmm. back. And yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. They and find her. She, she find her at the, at the art deco place. Yeah. at the donut shop and and she doesn't like the donuts either yep and she's super excited to come back yeah yeah and connie's yeah talks about like the fact that she's been praying for penny and penny's like you've been praying and she's like yeah, yeah haven't you? you and she's like yeah, yeah i just didn't know everyone else was yeah was <laughs> no, like, you can a, count on us all this is all a group, praying, which a is group yeah prayer. sweet and i like the the that like slow development and like penny is building a like building friendships with people who she can love and trust and yeah it's like, cool yeah yeah well and that was a way that and i love that part about prayer where it's like one of those oh you two things where it's like you really show that you care about somebody if you're really yep. praying about them. yeah and they're like you know i've been praying for you and it's one thing to say that but like when things go well and mm. you're on the other side of a really hard time and somebody goes oh thank goodness i was praying for you you're like yeah. man you're you're my hero like yeah. Are you my mom? Because that's what my mom does. <laughs> yeah. Good mom. Good mom moments. Mm. I just, I, I like this episode a lot. Me too. I like Connie, Penny, and Wooten. I think yeah. that's a fun dynamic. I Hell think yeah. that there are some, like, kind of eye-rolly portions of this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there is anything exceptional in this episode, but it just, like, it mostly made me happy. And mm-hmm. I like, I think the jokes land. I like mm-hmm. the yeah i like who these characters are i love the the depth of the pace of the relationship that they're showing for penny Mm, like the the building up point of getting acquainted with everybody in town because i feel like with connie she kind of got thrown in and you yeah and and was already there you make an incredible point of just like it's really cool to see like how do you onboard an Mm -hmm. adult character at album 54 mm-hmm. and like they're doing it with such like ease and good execution and she feels like she's part of the crew yeah and i think that is really helped by like she has two solid friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who and are both existing characters but not existing characters who were necessarily friends with each other like no. obviously like connie and wooten interact but yeah. they're not like buddy buddy no and no, it no. feels like this is a great way to bring wooten more into the center of the show as well mm-hmm. because like i don't know he can kind of like float off on his own and yeah whatever yeah. well he does uh, i mean wooten as a character i think does a lot for the show especially in newer episodes in 
the world building of his family and all of that and his connections with you know old odyssey as well as new odyssey and mm-hmm. yeah i don't know I yeah mean, big fan big wooten fan club here oh yeah yeah big wooten fan club from a eugene to a wooten yep big fan <laughs> big fan love love this episode good times uh i'm glad that we covered it and i'm excited to see what more odyssey with these characters and the green ring conspiracy has to offer for us yeah um anything you want to plug my painting business no <laughs> no that's a it's about it nothing i can think of as particularly important is there anywhere people can see paintings you've made andrew no 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 <laughs> no those are uh, well, those are all private i am not good <laughs> all right then but, uh, then truly nothing to plug and i'm i'm in the same boat beautiful so next week we get to talk about episode 702 childish things Bye, guys. Bye. One Fam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. Follow the podcast at WadFamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadFamChalkPod at gmail.com. A Penny Earned was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick. Hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam.